0: Welcome to the second anniversary of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. October is our anniversary month and is our 2020 quarter of Thanksgiving. Fred and I are excited about how the Lord's grace and mercies allow us to have the podcast. Two years we are celebrating in our purpose to move God's people to a growing, biblical, dynamic, and soul-satisfying prayer life to His glory and the added bonus of experiencing a taste of eternal life right now. In our celebration, if you write to the podcast, we are offering one of the popsicle crosses designed and made by Paul Nichols to remind us all to have the faith of a child. Thank you for listening. And now, here's your host of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast, Fred.
1: thank you, Heavenly Father, for this beautiful day. We do thank you, and we bless you, that your abundant goodness is over us all the time. We bow before you in praise and adoration, because we know that you're leading, and we know that your Holy Spirit is making us know the way we should go through your word, and then through your direction. We do worship you today as the God who supplies all things, and the God who has the plan, and in your plan, everything is fixed, Your purposes will be done. We will glorify you, and our lives will change in the ways that you have deemed will fully glorify you. So we thank you for that. We thank you for your providence and everything that you are doing. We bow before you again, thanking you for your will in this pandemic, even as we pray that you would make it go away. We're thanking you for the unrest we see around us. For some of us, that's new, Lord Jesus. It's new but we do pray and just glorify you. We would pray that it would, that it also would go away, but we would pray your will be done. Whatever good things you are doing in all of this that we can't see, help to open our eyes. So like the servant to the prophet, we can see that the hills are lined with those in favor of us and of your will. We commit today's episode, Lord Jesus, in the podcast that you would help us teach us to pray, help teach us to pray, that you would make us know that your will can be known, and it is glorious, and it is joyous, and we will forever be thanking you for it. We commit all these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. My name is Fred, and I'm the host of the podcast. This last week has been a wonderful week. The devotionals that we saw last week on gratitude brought some very kind words and some wonderful praises to God for his encouragement and the things that he's done and for who he is. At the end of the week, I did have a little break, but this for once, this little break was for once because of very, very positive reasons from God. There were some things I needed to attend to. They were all good. It's all a glory to God. In an effort, though, to catch up with our daily devotionals for October and keep the momentum for Jesus Teaches Prayer on the Lord's Prayer, I thought it would be a good idea to combine the two for at least the next seven episodes, and we'll still try to keep them as brief as possible. But like I said, we do want to catch up a little bit. That's a lot of stuff to cover, I know, but I think we can do it, because I already wanted to expand our thoughts on Thy Will Be Done on earth as it is in heaven. And it took me a little bit to figure out how I wanted to present it, but then I thought of a sermon I heard a few years ago by John MacArthur that really helped. Now, we looked last time, we emphasized the last time on Thy Will Be Done at the spread of the gospel, that's what God is doing and our part in it, praying for our part in it, whatever it is, whatever gifts we have, to be praying how to use those in the spread of the gospel. But there are also times in our lives that seem critical to us, and we seem to flounder searching around for His will, whatever it might be. And that's important. If we're going to pray, Thy will be done. It would probably be a good idea if we knew what it was. And the devotional today and in the next few days are going to center on the truth that God's will, most of it, is crystal clear. And in fact, I believe in every significant aspect of our lives, God's will is crystal clear. And Like I said, this comes from a, I think, a two-part series by John MacArthur a few years ago on the will of God. And I will be taking liberally from that study But it seemed a good structure, a good outline for us as we are praying, thy will be done. And one of the reasons it seemed so is that the series, for me, was one of those transitional moments in my life. And we can all think of those, just those moments when things changed for us. And it was a terrific burden lifted when I learned, the way John put this all together, Dr. MacArthur put this all together, that I learned that God's will is not all that mysterious, even though some of the events in our lives or our circumstances might seem to be mysterious to us, maybe even at times have no reason. And the very last aspect of the will of God that we're going to look at helped me so much in the right perspective. It helped me to make my day-to-day decisions and make them more freely and more precisely as well. And that's the way I looked at this set of sermons. For me, knowing God's will expressed through the word of God gives us a matrix that we can sensibly fit every event of our lives into so that it makes sense. It helps show us the big picture. And it also provides us with a rock solid launching pad from which we can make decisions large and small in confidence. Now, we know that we walk by faith. And in fact, in Romans, Paul says, whatever is not of faith is sin. And sometimes I think the decisions that we agonize over are actually less important than the faith by which we make them. And by that, I mean this. A few years ago, my daughter came and she had two babies, her and her husband, and she was wondering about having more. I may have told you this before. There were two aspects of that, though, for me, that were involved in my answer. The first is, whatever decision you make, you have to make it by faith. If you are deciding to try not to have any more babies out of fear, then you're sinning. And if for some reason, fear is motivating you to have more babies, that is also sin. Whatever is not of faith is sin. So whatever decisions we make, we should make them in faith, and this framework will help us. And not only that, one of the things I told her is she's actually not in charge of that. We probably all have people in our lives who have made a decision, let's say not to have any babies, or were under the delusion that they could never have any babies, and then all of a sudden babies begin to be part of their family. That's God's will in it. He makes those things happen. He opens and closes the womb, it says in the Old Testament. And when we look at these six principles, again, from God's word, our trust is reinforced, and we will see from them that God is moving through every decision, even the unexpected trials or adverse circumstances, and that he is leading us to the very best place in our lives. There's an old hymn, The Haven of Rest. And that comes directly from a psalm which says that God will lead the sailors to their desired haven of rest. And we see that in the New Testament as well with the disciples on the boat. In an effort, though, to keep them brief, I'm going to handle each of the propositions daily for the next several days. And the format, if I can stick to them, is we are going to present the principle, and then we are going to present some prayer opportunities for ourselves. Our own lives, and then prayer opportunities for those for whom we are interceding. I think that's the way to say it. And then we will end, because these are supposed to be devotionals as well, in focusing on gratitude in this quarter of Thanksgiving. Today, we glory in and are incredibly thankful for the clarity of God's will through His Word. And by the way, if you've never heard or listened to that sermon by MacArthur, I would encourage you to do it. You'll find some inspiring lessons to anchor your life in the reality of God's goodness. And today, though, I want to look at these clear principles all at once. We'll do this quickly. It is God's will that we are saved. So important is that that Jesus says it's worth more than anything and everything that we can gain in this life. So it's his will that we be saved. It's his will that we be spirit-filled. It's his will that we be sanctified. It's his will that we are submissive. It's his will that we are suffering. And I love this one. It's his will that we are saying thanks. And then the last one in this group. If we are saved, spirit-filled, sanctified, submissive, suffering when necessary, and giving thanks always, saying thanks always, we do what we desire. God will lead us through our desires. In fact, when Dr. MacArthur did the the series and he got to this part, he mentioned his wife. I think Barbara's her name. But he married her because he wanted to marry her, and she was obviously God's gift to him in this life. So how great is that if we're saved, spirit-filled, sanctified, by submissive suffering and saying thanks, I may have missed one there, we can do what we desire. All of this is a glorious and never-ending fountain of thanksgiving that God's will is clear. And if you are a Christian and you're listening to this, the most essential piece of his will for you is already in place. You are saved. If you happen to be listening to this and know you are not a Christian, that's the very best place to start. We'll look at that next time. We also see the culmination of His will is our delight in our salvation and our knowledge of Him. Knowing His will, we have the freedom, born of our love for Him, the love of God, to love Him with all our hearts, minds, and strength, and then we do what our hearts desire. Thank you, Jesus, again for this day. Thank you for your Word. Your Word makes it clear your incredible loving kindness towards us. And you teach us through our salvation and through our growth and being led by the Spirit that we can do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly before Thee. We do bow before Thee this day to worship, to praise Thee in gratitude, and to devote our every single purpose in our lives to Thee. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your blood shed on our behalf. It is in Your name that we commit these things, these prayers. And we look to you to find your glorious will and the joy that comes from knowing and following thee. In that name of Jesus, who is the Christ, we pray all this. Amen. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine upon you and give you peace in the knowledge of his providence and his marvelous purposes in your life.
0: Thank you once again for listening in all 28 countries around the world. Remember, to get your own Popsicle Cross, email us at prayer at gmail.com. For any and all voiceover needs, contact me at durringtonr at gmail.com or richarddurrington.com. We are so thankful for you. Be blessed for the rest of your day.